dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Hello and welcome to a brand new Imperial Senate podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki and Claire. How's it going, gang? Woo! Yay, world. Everything's peachy. Greetings and salutations, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Hey, how- so cool. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I actually, I have to say, I saw that on Facebook the other day, and I was like, that is officially what I'm saying instead of ladies and gentlemen, because- inclusivity and it's really fun to say guys gals and non-binary we might, pals we might have to implement that into the future episodes heck yeah pretty cool but also all's good i hope y'all are splendid yeah it's been a weird time uh <laughs> world's fucking mention, grim. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did want to say, like, apology to the listeners for if I sounded a bit down last week. The answer is because I was down last week <laughs> and also this week. So if I do sound a bit, you know, not as pepped as usual, you know why. Um, but, you know, we're all about being open and transparent on this amazing podcast format. So just to let you know. And um, on the subject of being open and transparent, um, it's unacceptable you have to be on all the time, and I will accept nothing less. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's all good. I'm going to take we all got our minutes. <laughs> You're standard a standard <laughs> Dance, monkey, dance. You're a performer. You don't have feelings. I'm just kidding. I love you, and I'm sorry that things have not been so so splendid lately. You're not the one who wrote Slot My, my Mirror again. Were you? I was. I flew to the United Kingdom just to do that and fly back. <laughs> he broke lockdown rules just to write slut. Yep, I did. But you wore a mask, right? That's all I'm at. Yep, at least I did that. I wore a, <laughs> I wore a mask from the mask. That's what I was wearing when I wrote slut on your mirror. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what fun times. Um, <laughs> what, have been, what have we been up to this past week? I mean, not much from me, actually, you know, just laying about, but... You guys been up to anything interesting? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It's it's gotten worse here. So basically, we've entered lockdown again. Um, I wasn't working anyway, but the people who were working at uh, the store have been sent out away. Uh, it's been shut down. So, yep, we are. Still eating shit with the pandemic, so nothing's new. That's yeah. fine. Wow, I guess I guess Hollywood really does love a sequel. Hey, hey. <laughs> that's huge. No, but seriously, I feel bad for everyone. Yeah, life is a mess so far. Illinois is doing okay. Um, we haven't hit that list of, I think it's nineteen at the moment of those hotspot states where they encourage you to quarantine self-quarantine for 14 days before going back to work if you go to one of those but uh no so far you know so far so i can't say good i don't think that's a word any of us can really use in this situation so <laughs> far so good? meh <laughs> so meh plus we're not so meh just meh plus <laughs> it's like honestly i can i could use a little just no news kind of thing <laughs> yes that'd <laughs> like, be great so far, so far, um, boring is okay with me. I'm I'm good with uh, no. I'm good with chilling. You know, no developments. I'll take it. Too bad there was some big Star Wars news this week. So some no, news is good news no, at this, least. This is stuff I'll take. <laughs> <laughs> it's all uh, comsy comsar, right, guys? Exactly. Bit of good, bit of bad. Um, but yeah, with all that out of the way, let's just jump into this week's news because. You know, we gotta. It's fun. <laughs> I don't know. It's good. It's good. Let's just yeah, a bit more positivity. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I think the big and uh, the most major news that came out this past week was that a new animated project from Lucasfilm Animation was announced this Monday, titled Star Wars: The Bad Batch. According to StarWars.com, the show follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch, first introduced in the Clone Wars. 
as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. Members of Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who, are var- who vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army, each possess a singular exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. In the post-Clone War era, they would take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. Uh, the Bad Batch is uh, executive produced by Dave Filoni, The Mandalorian, Clone Wars, Fina Portillo, uh, Clone Wars Rebels, uh, Brad Rao, Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars Resistance, and Jennifer Corbett, who did uh, Star Wars Resistance and NCIS, with Carrie Beck, The Mandalorian, Star Wars Rebels, as co-executive producer, and Josh Rimes as producer, Star Wars Resistance. Rao was also serving as supervising director with Corbett as the head writer. Uh, and the Kinda Brothers also confirmed on Twitter that they will be scoring the show. Yes! <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like the Clone Wars Season 7, the show will be a Disney Plus original and available on the streaming service. So, what do we think? Are we excited? What do we expect? Hell yeah! Now I'm super pumped for this. And, um... <laughs> and uh, also, big shout out to Corey and Noah at Kessel Run Transmissions. Because you mean Insider Noah Outlaw and not Insider Corey, <laughs> right? Because uh, basically, this ain't a surprise to us because we know they don't make stuff up, and they done did it. And yeah, and it, the I guess the scoops business is really shitty. And they've been taking a lot of shit for the things they've been saying. So it was nice to score one for the, for the boys over at Castle Run. Um, but no, yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for this. This is the, the post-Order 66, like <laughs> immediate aftermath, is, is very cool from a clone perspective. And especially unique clones. So, um, so yeah, no, that's, that's, an, that's an exciting project. I, think. I feel like I'm you know, beating a dead horse at this point when I say that that I want clone stories after the clones are considered obsolete, in quotes, by the Empire. I want those clone stories so freaking bad, and I am so excited that we're going to get them, that we're going to, you know, we're going to figure out what is a clone's place post-Clone Wars. I am, oh my God, this is going to be... Oh, I have so many questions. There's so many things that I want to know about this time period that I'm excited that this particular group of individuals will be exploring that time and giving us that information because they're all so fun. And I, I, I mean, I've wanted to see these episodes for so long. And um, I love just all the personalities, all the different characters. And heck, yeah, there's this is going to be it's going to be a juicy one, I think. Yeah, I mean, for me, I know that some people weren't enthralled by the news. I think we did a poll on Twitter. And um, let me just double check the results right now. Because I'm pretty sure that most people was, were leaning towards not excited slash in the middle. Um, which is interesting. Because that arc didn't really bother me that much. I thought it was a fun intro- reintroduction to um, Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, so 40% one out with no <laughs> not excited <laughs> I think you know what I think as other things are announced I, th- I think that number might lean back towards a medium to a yes I-, I think that just because like there's a lot of other stories that I know people want before this yes um, I think that that is definitely influencing some of the the hype level. Um, but if we can, if we can believe anything from the boys over at Kessel Run Transmissions, which as of the announcement earlier this week, yes, we can. Um, there's another show which might tickle some fancies coming, the, the Rebel sequel, um, which they've <laughs> shared some deets. <laughs> Successor, sorry, <laughs> not sequel. My bad. <laughs> but uh, I think that there's something coming out for for everybody, and uh, I'm excited about the many 
animated projects that I'm sure will be coming. It'll be good stuff. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's it's always, I don't know, it's just not, it's not the way I operate. So when when people are always like, I don't want this, I'm like, well, I guess too bad because <laughs> it's getting made anyway like yeah it doesn't really matter um but i think like if we if we also know the way lucasfilm animation works they've yet to drop a dud um it's it'll be good like i'm sure it'll be good um and and i always feel like regardless of what the story is when when you know they've made a project this um you know they've advanced a project this far that means the team working on it is really like confident in what they have and they're excited to do it and i think that is like that is more exciting than what that's what it actually is like i think i think when 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 lucasfilm animation is ready to throw their chips down on you know on a um on a certain story, that means they feel good about it. So I don't think we have any reason to doubt the the quality and the sort of adventure that these um, you know unique characters are going to go on and who they're going to meet and who could intersect with them throughout. And you know we just we don't know really much except for everything that you know you just read out loud on the you know just five minutes ago. So. There's still a lot to learn, and I think yeah, people will probably warm up to it more as we as we get closer. And just look at everybody working on the show. Look at the track record of all the producers and executive producers and co-executive producers. I just I look just I trust it. No dummies involved. No dummies involved. I think to add a, a counterpoint uh, to what you guys are saying, I feel like. And by the way, when we say counterpoint, like there's no wrong or right. Like if you don't, if you're not excited for a project and you don't particularly like this project, I feel like that's a good thing overall because you're obviously you're voicing your opinion and also like the way that, like you said, Nikki, like the idea of there being a sequel or successor to Rebels, it's clear that there's going to be more stories opening up and there can be different stories for different people. Um, if you want this story, it's available for you, but you don't necessarily have to get it. The same way we don't we don't buy everything that has Star Wars on it. Um, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, there's, I feel like there's plenty of stuff that I have no interest in, but like that that's there. I don't complain about it. <laughs> like it's fine. You know, we can just pick and choose. I think the valid point is that again, like it's it's it's, a, it's another show that's been announced that focuses on um like men. Yeah. That's a huge one. Um, and then you got the whole like conundrum of like the clones again in the animated form, which is a whole other discussion. But I feel like the main thing, obviously, again, like is it's a show focused on men, and then there's the uh, there's the conversation that always appears where it's like this is men. Oh, but Ahsoka might be in it. Yeah. And then that's a whole other thing where it's like, well, she doesn't represent every single like female fan. And also this, but I, I was thinking about this the other day actually, and I, I was interested interested in bringing it up because part of me is a bit like, okay, I can understand why it's a bit frustrating to see Ahsoka, like because apparently she's going to be in everything, yeah, uh, <laughs> the Mandalorian, uh, the Rebel sequel supposedly, successor, sorry, and um, you know, and now this, but part of me thinks that's hilarious because <laughs> the only other character that happens to is Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like kind of beautiful about his apprentice doing the exact same shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just put them in everything. Yeah. I, I will say, I, I totally, totally agree with that, with that complaint. 100%. Um, I, I, part of my deal with that is I just really can't wait for Lucasfilm to put the energy and time and love into creating other female characters that we want to see that much. Um, and and Ahsoka, I, I love her. Don't get me wrong. I do want to see her, like, I want to see her story from start to finish, and I want to know everything about her. But 
Yeah. It's we get all these interesting new men in all these shows and we and oh don't worry, there's a woman. You get Ahsoka again. Um <laughs> it's just like one of the it's just like when you look at the list of women who have actual speaking roles in the original six Star Wars movies. And uh it's it's sad. <laughs> you compare it to the thousands of people that get multiple multiple lines as men in those movies. There's only like a handful of women that get more than one line. And it's like um but you know things are things are I'm hopeful that they're moving in the right direction. It is funny though because it's totally like hey guys, here's the one girl character you like. Let's put her in everything. Because it seems like every time they introduce new female characters, you see the the um you know, some of the people that are not not as prone to having women in their nerd spaces barking on the internet being like, who are these, oh man, who are these stupid <laughs> girls you have Ahsoka on this mission with? Uh, Why would they want to watch the Martez sisters? They didn't like even do anything. Yeah, they didn't even do anything. Why do we care? Well. We want our complex characters. But hang on a second. Why is she doing that? That's wrong. She should be doing everything right. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, it's frustrating and I, I do get the point. And I, Like I said, I'm, I'm one of those people where it's like I will most likely enjoy this story. Like I enjoyed the Bad Batch arc in, in general. And I'm looking forward to seeing more clone stories set after Order 66 particularly. Definitely. And the, the mental health impact of those characters. Someone brought up a really great point the other day on Twitter. I can't remember who wrote it. Um, but it was about the clones that I'd never really thought about before. And it was the idea of there being trans clones. Hmm. I like, there's literally no reason why that couldn't be a thing. That'd be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no one <laughs> the cameras were like, okay, so we've made <laughs> these deviations, but they all have to have cocks. Like it yeah. doesn't make sense. And it's it's that's very interesting that you say that too, because this is the point where every single one of these clones needs to truly examine and figure out their own identity. And mm. what more like what a huge, huge identifying factor in a person's life than what gender they identify with. It's huge. It affects how everybody perceives you and how you perceive yourself. It shouldn't matter. But in in the world that we live in, it, it, it matters to a lot of people. Um, it's interesting, though. I, I love that idea because now's the time for these clones to discover who they are. Truly, who they are and what they want to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I believe it was um, Jacqueline on Twitter, which is at uh, oh. J Bandos. Uh, she's awesome. Love um, her. Great. Just, I, it was just a great idea. I was like, oh my god, I never, I'd never really thought about that. But I'd love to see that sort of storytelling involved. And, and I would love to have wolves. more trans and gay characters not be throwaway. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> throwaway characters. <laughs> Let's actually get, dive into it get, and care. Like, give us a reason to care about them. We could get LGBTQ plus characters, or we could announce a new series dedicated to the uh, our first catch of the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I definitely understand the um, the trepidation on, on you know on those kind of um, you know the the subject of of an, a you know show about dudes. But I, but like it's it's sort of the same thing as, um, like at this stage, it's still sort of like how you think about what you thought Mando was gonna be, and like like who's actually the the star of Mando is this thing we didn't we didn't know anything about, right? And um, I think yeah, we it's just it's gonna take a little patience to wait and actually see what this show is about because. Yeah. While, it's, while it's called the Bad Batch, I, w- I wonder who you know is actually going to be the star of it. You know, like there there could be so much more to it. Um, so it's like again, it's like if you if you have those um, you know thoughts or critiques, it's like those are definitely 
you know, fair game to bring up, but I think it's also fair to give give the show time to to actually tell us what it's about before um you know, completely dismissing it. Yeah. I'm just glad we got the time to actually develop some of the characters because when I was watching the Bad Batch arc, I, I, there was a question that kept coming into my head, and I was like, we're not going to be able to answer this in this four-episode arc, but we might if they expand this story, which is, how does Echo masturbate now? <laughs> Definitely, obviously puts the drill up his ass. What? <laughs> Jesus what? Christ. What? what? I can program into my own separatist oh, dear. computer system. <laughs> what are you doing, Echo? A nice <laughs> vibrating setting. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Roger, Jeez. Roger. No. This is giving me a heavy. Oh, wait, he technically ah. doesn't have an ass anymore. Oh, yeah, good point. I'm confused. Yeah, maybe maybe he's just... Maybe he's maybe. celibate to self... Maybe he uh, just... His nipples are fine, right? Oh, oh yeah, we have just... Yeah, nipple play is very important. Wat Tambor taught us that. He did learn. Nice. He was captive. He was captive by Wat Tambor. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him more develop the, the the kink for him. He's like, I will open your mind <laughs> to a whole new that's galaxy a, of that's pleasure. More, it's like it, it's just a byproduct that it can hack terminals and stuff. It's actually <laughs> a nipple pleasing device. <laughs> Amazing. Save his nipples. Everything else is expendable. <laughs> We're not monsters. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, and, and I will say this, uh, for all of you who have low expectations, that's good. <laughs> that's, I, one thing I've always found is that when your expectations are low, um, <laughs> there's only up to go. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it, it pleases you more than you are expecting it to. And, um, you know, and, and also it's probably not fair for me to also make these points just because... I'm very much the kind of person who has just been like, well, this is kind of disappointing, but I'm going to watch it and then I enjoy it. You know, like there's a lot of things that disappoint me about Star Wars, but I still enjoy every little bit of it. So, you know, it is what it is. And I think with the resistance critique, like people saying, oh, what about resistance? They didn't get the time and effort. I think one of the things that was like, oh, that's that's a good point is that. Uh, Jennifer Corbett, who was the uh, head writer for I think Resistance as well, uh, will be doing the head writing for this. So there are those people, those people involved that are actually involved in this show as well. So fingers crossed that we might get more development with certain characters and fun sort of shenanigans we got in that show. Okay. Uh, is there anything specifically we're excited to see? I know that we've mentioned before um, stuff like Commander Cody coming back potentially. <laughs> A dastardly but- devil. One thing that popped into my mind, because obviously like, they say that there's, there's mercenary, that they work as mercenaries now, they're not imperial. They can work for anybody. Mm-hmm. One thing that popped into my mind was, I remember when the Clone Wars Season 7 was announced, I was really surprised that the uh, some of the arcs that weren't chosen, particularly the Boba Fett Cad Bane arc. Yeah. And I was wondering, do you think that this could be repurposed for this series? And we'll get like a post Clone Wars, but still sort of close to it. Um, older Boba Fett versus Cad Bane. Hmm. Nothing gets wasted. You know? Nothing is wasted. You it's, were right there. They hang on to everything, so I would not be surprised at all if that happened. If if there were, I mean, obviously they can't do the ones like uh, the Sith Temple under the Jedi Temple kind of stuff. Like that wouldn't make sense. But I think there's a lot of um, you know, potential threads that they could pick up on, and yeah, that would be, you know, that one ones like that that work in the the gray areas of the galaxy are they sound just about right for for where they're setting the Bad Batch. God, if Cad Bane shows up in this, I would like literally pee my pants. <laughs> I still think he should. They should do what they did in Detours and give him that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> be a good look, it's the Clara. I'm just excited too, like to see um Rambo Fett, aka Hunter, come back. Handsome <laughs> devil with his handsome bandanas. 
Yeah. Also, what was his skill? I don't even think I remember what his special ability was. He could like uh, being bad. Like, uh, he could like feel the electromagnetic like pulses in the ground or some shit to like track things. He would be good in bed. He can feel the electromagnetic pulses when something's going right for him. Ayo. Ayo. Jesus Christ. Or crosshair always hits <laughs> always hits the target. He always hits the target. He goes straight <laughs> to the target. I don't even want to talk about Riker. There's no looking for it. <laughs> hey, hey. Buzzing. Tech's tech's very good with gadgets. Oh my he gosh. Bringing stuff echoes, into the bedroom. Uh, it's his Echo's little masturbator arm. <laughs> You've only been with Rex before. You've never been with me. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh Lord. So the Bad Batch fucks. There we go. That's that is as if there was any doubt. This is officially <laughs> canon now. Bad Batch fucks. <laughs> they're all they're all in the bed, like posed. And then in the cupboard, the door slowly closing, you see Echo rubbing his nipples. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh. Pretty fun stuff. We are yeah, blessed. excited! Excited to see this, you know, this grow into uh, it's what twenty twenty one release. So, yes, yes, we, sir. Uh, we got some time to learn more. I'm very excited to learn more. And in this pandemic, I'm sure that the animation departments might be firing off a few more stuff than they might have been otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, Put it in my eyeballs. Like... I feel like that's the, that was the pitch. Ooh, this is also <laughs> my <laughs> one uh, question I was thinking about. Do you guys think this will be a like long form series? Because I know when when Corey and uh, Noah were sort of you know floating this this scoop around, the there wasn't really a confirmation on whether this was like more of like a mini series or like a one shot kind of season or if a, like a elongated process. Do you guys think they'll spend a lot of time here or? I believe Corey and Noah have commented on this on their latest live stream, mm-hmm. uh, and it's something I agreed with when I saw the the press conference too. Uh, not the press conference, the uh, press release, and that is that it doesn't sound like it's a one off. Like I feel like they would have, I would, I feel like they just would have said this is a short form series, a limited series, but they didn't, which I think is interesting. Uh, even if it's like two seasons at most, it's. Like a lim- limited to me, it just feels like one season, one undone. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't clarified as that, so I'm just assuming that it's a whole new show. A yeah, and I think it's also show. like the the Clone Wars like lifespan is irregular for like cartoons, right? Um, yeah, like it. That's that's a very long show. Um, so yeah, I think like even. Like Rebels is probably even longer than what you would expect from an animated series. So, yeah, maybe like two or three seasons. Yeah, wouldn't be a surprise. Yeah, I've, it's interesting to see what direction they go into. I'm interested to see if they like keep going to distant planets and stuff because they're mercenaries, or if they will deal with more internal issues with clones and stuff. But I guess we shall wait and see. Uh, I'd love to see them get kicked out of the the army. <laughs> <laughs> you technically weren't even enlisted. Yeah. <laughs> like every all clones report for whatever <laughs> imperial <laughs> orientation. <laughs> They're like, ah, we're good. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> we're gonna work with Bosca now. <laughs> oh Lord. Um. But yeah, our next uh, new segment is all about Solo. Uh, Auden Ehrenreich was interviewed by Esquire magazine this past week, and naturally the topic of him returning as Han Solo in one form or another was discussed. Auden said, it depends on what it is. It depends on how it's done. It depends if it feels innate to the story. When asked whether we'll ever see Solo 2, Auden said, no, I don't know anything about that. I mean, you know... I think our last our movie was kind of the last of the conventional era Star Wars movie release time, but he also added, "I've heard some stuff, but nothing concrete." He's um, heard some stuff. Some. Some. 
<laughs> one of my favorite things hmm. is that in this article it also like if you ever doubted that he was not the right pick for honda solo they also mentioned in this article that he's he never even saw the rise of skywalker and he didn't even know the name of the mandalorian <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking legend well we stand a true harrison ford successor we truly do <laughs> he, took, he took the fast yeah. pass to ford hood <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do a good impression you just have to not give a shit about the thing you're in <laughs> um, yeah, speaking about scooping uh, scoopers and stuff I know that we mentioned earlier about Noah and Corey getting flack on Reddit our good friend uh, Jordan Mason also gets a lot of oh he totally does uh, yeah garbage on Reddit so relax everyone or right, calm down yeah he Jordan Mason's on- so unreliable <laughs> Never has uh, any good scoops. Can't trust him. Just kidding. <laughs> I trust Jordan. Uh, Jordan expanded on, uh, on this point on Twitter, saying, "For what's worth, I've heard a couple of Disney Plus series being developed to focus on various characters in Solo. Haven't heard any updates since the start of this year. However, so not sure if those are still being worked on or ever got beyond the idea state." So my question to you guys, do we ever think there will be a potential sequel to Solo? Ever? <laughs> like, realistically, if I were to say to you now, will there be Solo 2? Not by that name. Oh. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to have to agree on that. I, I think there could be Solo spinoff movie, not Solo 2. That's the next two. question. Uh, Disney hey. Plus shows? Yeah, I could see it being a Disney Plus show. You gotta love some some nefarious bad guys and come on, Java, Java puppet, Java puppet, <laughs> Java puppet, baby. <laughs> like, come on, Claire, just get get to the point. And Salacious Crumb, you can't have a Java puppet without Salacious Crumb. <laughs> it's true. That's it is true. Document. It is legally binding. By penalty of death, it, that if there's a job of puppet, there has to be a goddamn salacious crumb. Dows must include the Quackian Lizard if he shall <laughs> create Jabba. Also, if I'd be so pissed. If someone makes the Jabba puppet with the salacious puppet, they better give Claire that scoop. You better fucking tell me. I'm sorry. My language is terrible today. I need to know. Claire's Claire's negotiation tactics to get on the inside scoop. You better fucking tell me. (laughs) I will earn you, goddammit. Dear Disney. (laughs) You know, they say you get more flies with honey, but I get more flies with threatening people with death. Tell me about delicious crumb or I'll murder you. Anyway. Um, I thought you were going to say that they should, they should open the set to Cassian just to let him see it. Oh, him sneak away. yes. That would be so nice. He has to touch it too. Yeah, I, like, I like the idea of someone being like, where's Diego gone? And they just open the door like the, the sound stage, just, like, the lights are off. They flick the lights on and then he's just cuddling up in the feet position with a thumb in his mouth asleep. Cuddling oh. up to Jeffa. Oh, I love that image. That's adorable. <laughs> Like, should we should we wake him up? Uh, we, we, we can wait. <laughs> oh, he's having <laughs> he's having visions of the Max Rebo band dancing Sugar through Plum his head. Fairies. Oh, they, I guess back to like for the solo thing. Like, I'd love, I'd absolutely love to see Alden Ehrenreich back. Um, I think he was amazing. So, if he's down to do something. I'm down to see it happen. Um, Same. And it it's also like, it's such an actor answer, right? It depends on you. It feels right for the story. Mm-hmm. It's like, mother, motherfucker <laughs> will do it if they put the check down and they're like, you want to do it? We want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, he'll probably do it. Um, so it's like, it, I think if if there's something, you know, if, if someone comes up with, with a plan good enough, I feel like it wouldn't be too hard to convince anyone to come back because i mean by all accounts um i mean the the behind the scenes is you know fairly public but it looks like the actors at least 
had a pretty good time by the time they were making the the final version, you know. So I think it would be, um, you know, if, if someone came up with a good idea, whether it's a show or even just, you know, something that focuses on the other characters more, but Han and Chewie can be a part of it, um, then I, I think I, I think it can happen. I don't think it's like crazy to or like nonsensical to have a some sort of um, continuation of of what Solo built. But I think yeah, like a Solo to the movie, I don't think would would happen. I am also doubtful. What characters do you think they would focus on? Because, like you said earlier, Lucas, it's clear that Lucasfilm never likes to waste an idea, and there are a plethora of characters whose stories are ripe for sort of adaptating. I know a lot of people like the Cloud Riders um, mm-hmm. and Infest Nest. Yeah. So, if if you had to pick, okay, let's do it one by one. Okay, we have to do one each. You have to pick a character that you'd like to focus on. And when I say character, like if you pick Kira. You can include like more, obviously, if it makes sense mm-hmm. in terms of the, the wider idea. But if you were to pick a character and the platform for that particular thing, if it's an animated show, a Disney Plus live action show, etc., mm-hmm. you you just pitch it. Who wants to go first? Um, well, I guess I know what I would pick. I, I definitely do, mm-hmm. you know, live action Disney Plus with with Kira and. Crimson Dawn, and I and I sort of like the idea. I've always been fascinated since since all this sort of came together of how Maul went from uh, crime lord to hiding on Malachor and yeah. hunted by Inquisitors. So I, I like the idea of you know focusing on Kira and showing how maybe the Empire sort of dismantles Crimson Dawn um, and sends Maul on the run, or if. Crimson Dawn's fine, and maybe Kira betrays him, and he sends him on the run. And I think that's like a cool story, and that, like, I think picking that also doesn't exclude the Cloud Riders because um, they're they're sort of like engulfed in this war um, with the syndicates too. So that that definitely be my pick. I know this is boring, but that's my pick. I want to see the battle of the syndicates. That's honestly. That's what they want. I want to find out about Crimson Dawn and the Cloud Riders and about that rivalry and what happens with them. So, yeah, I'm 100% on the same page with you, Nikki. It'd be very cool. I know I've always had a visual in my head ever since I saw Solo of like a big, like planet wide. I want to say planet wide, I mean, like you get to see the ground level and then. Uh, like a bit of space, and you just see the ship jettison the escape pod of Maul, and it's like Kira basically saying, "Like, fuck you, dude! <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to Malakor, baby." And him trapped in this planet, and I like the idea of him again, literally falling from grace <laughs> from a visual point of view, and obviously a metaphorical point of view. Um, so that'd be interesting. It'll also be cool to see if we get to see a live action Inquisitor. That'd be interesting. Perfect place oh, yeah. to be a more story for that to happen. Of course, we know that's how we got a lightsaber, but that'd be pre-solo, so I don't know how that would happen. Um, but yeah, my idea—I like how you both said your idea was boring. It's it's far better idea than mine, which I—I I don't know. Okay, I'm going to be boring, but actually, I also really want this, so I don't care. Simply a serialized show like agents of shield sort of style where each week is a different well, there's an ongoing arc but each episode is a different storyline or planet or something Hon and chewie on the falcon like no that's just, that's perfect like that's like i just yeah that's amazing yeah i take that in a heartbeat fuck yeah i just want to see more Orden Han and mm. uh chewie just going around into shenanigans over the series as the series progresses we see the falcon become a bit more like the one we know um get to show off a bit more of that fashion and obviously you have lander involved in some sh- shenanigans as well uh maybe very fair all that sort of jazz mm-hmm. and if yeah. you want this generic but no I for sure. like i hope i would hope even you know our kira crimson dawn idea would not you know negate anyone from solo like i I, like i hope it would 
be able to involve all of them. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, again, like like I said earlier, like Alden was an awesome hunt. So that, you know, that idea is, is just as exciting because, I mean, who doesn't love, oh, I guess plenty of people won't love it, but <laughs> who doesn't love more Han Solo? <laughs> 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 be careful what you ask there <laughs> i know it, i mean yeah. like, for me personally i would like to see more han solo and the idea of him because there's some stuff that i the thing i love about han's character is that well the show could potentially delve into the more interesting elements in terms of like the character we saw in solo where it's like this is a guy who's clearly pretending that he's the rough and tumble guy but what i want to see is a bit of the comedy side of it again like Auden did a really great job at bringing that part of han to life the mm-hmm. i don't like you know he doesn't know what he's doing um Winging it. i like the idea of him telling you like okay hold on the doors open to the falcon he's like embo buddy <laughs> like like the hat oh like, embo buddy just the stuff like that like, i'm trying to fit in Exactly. Yeah. Hondo and stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of generic. Han nonsense. and Hondo would be quite <laughs> a combination. Even if it's animated, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even mind that, to be honest, because that opens up a few more people to come in involved and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's what um, that's what's so cool about the sort of the optimism behind seeing uh, some continuation of what solo built because it can kind of be anything. And I mean, I, I know like, you know, the, the popular, uh, make solo to happen hashtag. Um, I never thought that to be quite as literal as make solo to, <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's sort of like the general message is like, we're down to see more, whatever, however that manifests. Um, like I think it, that there's there's so much more that can happen. So, so yeah, like I don't I don't think there's any bad idea when it comes to how do we continue these characters. I'm still also here for the my idea, which is that Val never died; she faked her death, and she's hanging out with other people that fake their deaths because the men are just idiots. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so it was. Uh, I think Val and L three was my idea of them like getting a ship similar to the Falcon and just pissing off and be like, fuck those dudes. But also, I also like the idea of um, Ventress joining them. Oh, my baby. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't die. I just faked that. Cause that, that the dude dead, was weird. The dead women's society. The Absolutely. dead women's society. Oh God. It sounds terrible, but I would love every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like the, uh, the robot chicken thing of Vader. Just put a mustache on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Ventures is wearing glasses. Um, Val is wearing a different hat. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I think that's all basically we got time for this week because we've been doing these shorter episodes just because of the nature of everything going on. We've got a bit of a weird time schedule and also, you know, there's not much to talk about. Yeah, and I think, you know, with August on the horizon and, you know, the the original date of celebration, I think, you know, I think news might be coming. Um, so, this the next next few weeks could be very interesting potentially. <laughs> I don't. That's not a scoop. I don't. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Oh, it's um, definitely a scoop, and we're all gonna harass you online if it's wrong. I just want <laughs> you to be aware. <laughs> You're like, great. I welcome it. Insider like, Nikki Kumar says, "Gonna kill me." Insider now. Nikki Kumar says, <laughs> "Expect Ryan scoops. Johnson trilogy trailer." <laughs> right. Oh shit! Wow, that would be quite the scoop. The real Ryan Johnson trilogy is a trilogy of animated shows. Oh my I god! I want it to be all about caretakers. Ooh, you know what? I'm... I would totally watch that show, though. So <laughs> don't get my hopes up over here. I mean, I want a free movie deal where it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing a young Dexter Jester. Yep. Bring it. There we go. Put it in my eyes. How did he? How did he become a? Um, you know, how did he become a diner dude? I bet he had a, t- a sordid past. All that stuff he did, the mining. There's some stories there. <laughs> the sex trafficking. The sex 
<laughs> Depends uh, on how your manners are. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Give us a handy. I've got four if you'd like. Oh, Lordy, help me. Maybe he got handsy <laughs> with a coworker and uh, had to oh, leave, his, leave his trust fund job. And- when Dexter's the Harvey Weinstein of stuff. Holy yeah. fuck, no! <laughs> he, he was producing Holonet. Uh, blockbusters. <laughs> got handsy with his four hands. With his then, four hands. <laughs> you can get and, plenty handsy with four oh, different yeah. hands. And they're big hands, too. Um, hey. You don't have to do anything. Just watch. <laughs> oh, no. That's not and Louis C.K. this. His disgraced uh, fall into a diner, but Maybe he redeemed himself and reformed his ways, and with the help of a Jedi. Maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's got a <laughs> maybe it's got a happy ending, you know. Lord, I hope I so. The <laughs> depressing story we just came up with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can watch Dex the same way now. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> I know where those hands have been. <laughs> This is Mayor, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is Jawa juice? <laughs> oh, Lordy. Sugar! <laughs> you want to buy some Jawa juice? Oh, no, Dex is a, he's a good lad. He better fucking be a good lad. He's a hardworking, working we class lad. <laughs> we hope. We hope, yes. Are we going to counsel Dex the Jester? <laughs> it was only a matter of time. When I we'll filled up that, that miner on Subterrain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, great we'll, tits. Hopefully. You know what I mean? <laughs> no dicks. No, we really don't. Depends <laughs> <laughs> oh, how big your pocketbook is. How big your butt cheeks are. <laughs> 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 oh god, did you hear I just woke up the cat with my laughing? <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> They're boners. <laughs> Damn good boners. ones. Boners. Damn good ones. Oh, sweet Jesus, help me. Oh, my oh, brother's man. just working up as well now. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the hell? Why are you ruining Dex? <laughs> <laughs> we probably deserve that. <laughs> that's all we've got time for this week. Should we do a moist or should we just skip it for this week? Oh, anyone got some moistitude to share? I do. There you go. Ooh. Um, special thanks to the lovely, amazing, incredible Holly Fry for making my life. Um, but also for making my week because she made me a salacious crumb dress with matching salacious crumb shoes. <gasps> and it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And it makes me very moist. Anyway, I love you, that, Holly. I saw that photo of you. You were vibing in that dress, Claire. It was the greatest garment I've ever put on my body. It is a goddamn leopard print salacious crumb dress with matching leopard print salacious crumb shoes. And it's the wildest garment I've ever owned. It's great. I can't wait for the next convention in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's optimistic. Oh, I know it made me moist. So, um, okay, so we sort of, you know, we touched on it last week. The discourse is, is discoursey, you know. It can be annoying. It generally is. Um, but luckily, I've had uh, Ken Knapsack's book on my shelf, and I started reading it, called Why We Love Star Wars, The Great Moments That Built a Galaxy Far, Far Away. And it, it's the, the title is true to itself, and um, it's, it's a great book if you're ever scrolling through Twitter and you're like, why the fuck am I a part of this thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this book is doing a great job at reminding you why you're here, why we're talking about Star Wars, because it's it's full of these moments that, uh, you know, define our experiences. So it's true. It's, it's, there's, there's plenty of stuff in there to remind us why we love Star Wars. That, that's been making me moist. That sounds great. Oh, it's a great Beautiful. book. Beautiful. And um, it, I know, contrary to what 
again online might make you think. I am upset that it came out before the Rise of Skywalker because I'm sure there's there's plenty of stuff to love that could be in this book, but it alas did not um, wait that long to come out. <laughs> what a shame. I'm sure that update yeah, at some point. But good shit. Yeah. But that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you for listening. Um, I think it was small, but you know, we've got about 50 minutes. That's not too bad. Not too shabby. Um, yeah. 50 minutes. You're so, not yeah. getting back, listener. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> By the way, I just tweeted a uh, council Dexter Jester and Selena's just replied, uh, explain. So if you listen to this, <laughs> Selena, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You'll know when the time comes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait on that one. <laughs> you'll be disappointed mm. um, but yeah uh, thank you for listening and may the force be with you see ya bye bye hey out there in listener land thank you for listening if you want to hear or see more from the senators please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com where you will find links to the twitter facebook and instagram for the show as well as our discord server twitch and youtube channels you can also email in to imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again, and may the force be with you.